Good evening and welcome to episode 22 of the Powerpuff Bays podcast, where sugar meets spice and everything nice. We're your hosts, Mo and Kat. Now, happy Friday, everybody, and we're late. And welcome to our late night Friday Supernatural special. Kat has a, a spooky story for us, and I'm really excited to hear about it. So what you got for us, Kit Kat? See, see. So I have, okay. <laughs> I'm excited for this one. This is like the most creepiest one that I've come across and the most bizarre. I completely forgot that this was a story because I know I've heard it before, but I just never really like looked into it. You know what I mean? So, uh-huh. I mean, we've all experienced, well, not all of us, but some of us have experienced those campfire stories. Um, I know when I was in elementary school, they had this like little book with a bunch of scary stories in it. Uh, I can't remember the name of the book. I'll look into that one too, but I can't, can't think of it. I feel like I know head. what you're talking about. Is it the scary stories? Uh, the, 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 of the uh-huh. huh? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I stuttered. Scary stories. But there's a whole name to it. It's a whole I used book. To read it's that like book a lot. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh, maybe. Is it that one? I think so. Yeah, it's like a red book. Like it has one. a red cover on it. And it's then... got like a red border, and it's like black and white. Yeah, yeah, that's yep. it. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Dude. Those books used to scare the Man. dog shit out of me oh, as yeah. a kid. But I used yeah. I couldn't stop reading them because they were so good. But they like ugh. I think those are the reasons why at a young age I was so scared of horror. Because in my mind I'm like, oh my god, the, like do you remember the one where the spiders crawl out of her cheek? Oh, oh yeah, I do. I hate that one. <laughs> that one's the one that made me put down the books and be like, all right, I I'm can't done. do this. <laughs> done for the night. <laughs> Hell no, fuck that shit. Mm. That's so young. They really had us. They had that they in the really library when you're so young. Yeah. They really had us at the edge of our seats, man. It was crazy. But um the no, but this one, this one was definitely like I know I know I think if I'm not mistaken, there is um a, a game, a video game based off of this story. And I don't know if you've seen it. It's like the most bizarre game ever. I When I first looked into it, I was so confused from beginning to end. But then at the ending, it kind of made sense. But I was just like, but that doesn't make a lot of sense. But anyways, it's called The Man of Medan. Uh, it's from I the makers I've of Until Dawn. One. Yeah, it's from the makers yeah, of Until yeah, Dawn. Yeah. <gasps> yes, I've seen dude. a demo of that game. I saw, I saw a YouTuber stream it. And it was so creepy. I didn't realize, I didn't put two, two, two together that, you know, the title of the story yeah. and then the title of the game were well, the, about the same things. Yeah, well, I mean, the the um, the name of the ship, like, varies. It's very different. Um, well, I wouldn't say it's very different, but um, some people call it, like, one thing and other people call it a different thing. Um it's just, I guess it varies from, like, the country that they're in. I'm not sure. But here, I'm going to go through this so y'all understand what I mean. Um, So this was, this has taken place, or it is said to be taken place in the 1940s. The precise year tends to be, to be very different from source to source. So I couldn't really, like, pinpoint when exactly it happened. But according to the story... Uh, the SS Urang Medan, 
uh, a Dutch vessel was passing through the strait the Strait of Malacca when it ran afoul of a mysterious tragedy. Nearby ships reported receiving a horrifying distress call, which said all officers, including captain, dead, lying in a chart room and on bridge, probably whole crew dead. It stated, then there was an unin- unintelligible frenzy of Morse code. Uh, the radio operator had the final word that said, I die. So it was a very, very um, weird way of translating, um, almost as if they couldn't really speak uh, whatever language language that they were sending these reports in or these um, messages in. <clears throat> so it says here, um, rescuers who boarded the vessel um, found the stricken ship just as described. The crew was indeed dead. Their bodies strewn uh, across the decks. Not only that, but they were found teeth bared with their upturned faces to the sun, staring as if in fear. Is the only description that really stuck throughout all of the sources that I went through. Even the shot, the ship's dog. They had a dog, and I felt so horrible. A dog? What the fuck? Hey, man! I, like some girls gotta have some boundaries, man. I hate myself, dude. I completely forgot that I put my controller on the edge of my PlayStation on my desk. So it just uh-huh. fell off and it scared the absolute shit out of me. <laughs> hey, man, we're just at the beginning of the story. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So even the ship, the ship's dog was dead, frozen in a ghastly state, made growl at an assailant or horror that was unknown creepy um so apparently that was just the start of the mystery of the urang madan uh reports go on to suggest that shortly after the ship was boarded a fire broke out in its bowels uh forcing those who bowels does not sound right but (laughs) it's what it was in the report (laughs) forcing those who had arrived to this grisly tableau um to evacuate Shortly after they did, the ship exploded with such force that it was lifted out of the ocean before quickly oh sinking without a trace. Yeah, dude, I, I read that and I was like, what? I was Hey man, what kind of ships do they have? What yeah, the <laughs> it was weird. So it says, um, okay, so naturally this leaves us with not one, but two incredible mysteries to ponder. What caused the mass demise of the Urang Madan's crew? And what caused the subsequent explosion? We're getting ahead of ourselves here, though, because there's one more thing to consider. Officially, the ship may have never existed. Ooh, creepy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Somebody was just, like, high off shrooms in the 40s and was like, oh, shit, did you see that? Or they drank salt water. You know how you can, like, see hallucinations and oh, shit yeah, and when you drink too much salt water? Yeah. What if, like, somebody drank too much salt water and they're freaking out and then they went and told everybody, or everybody on the crew was, like, I guess they all drank salt water and then they were like, all tripping out and then they were like, oh my god, did you see that? No, and then, yeah. yeah. Dude. Okay, so here we go. So this story actually, um, it takes us, it leads us to a bunch of, like, dead ends. Um, 
But the most noticeable thing about this is that there is no mention of the SS Urong Madan's registration in Lloyd's shipping registrars. Registrars. Jesus. Red. Hold on. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. <laughs> in Lloyd's shipping regist registrars? Yes. Okay, we'll go with that. Uh, nor has any official recording of the bizarre incident on board has been discovered so i obviously have no i want to say that i have access to these supposed shipping registers i really don't um i'm not going to go as far as getting myself in trouble uh to verify this information but i did read like four different sources so <laughs> we're just gonna go with that um the the reason of the precise date of the event has been so difficult to pinpoint um is that newspaper reports tell various different versions of the story across a period of time each adding and embellishing details along the way nevertheless believers swear that it that this is impossible in sorry that this impossible fantastical tale is absolutely true <clears throat> so let's see here it's said that the ship's registry wasn't found because it was actually registered in Sumatra. The vessel's name translates to Man from Medan. And I believe that's the actual name of the game. I, I, probably, I probably said it wrong. Uh, it Medan. Is. Oh, it is? Okay, nice. Yeah. Medan being a, Sumat uh, a Sumatran island. More than that, Professor Theodore. Oh, man. I tried practicing this and I completely forgot. Seersdorfer, I'm gonna go with that. Um, a German researcher who has been poring over the fascinating case for around half a century discovered an old German publication from 1953 entitled, again, I'm probably gonna butcher this. It's called Das Totenscheifen der Sudse. I hope that's right. I'm sorry. Or the death ship in the South Seas. It sounded right. I mean, Ooh, that sounds so scary. Imagine like you're going out to sea, especially like before, like like you barely have radios that can like communicate with each other. And then there's the rumor of the death ship in the South Sea. It's like, oh, be careful about the ship. Like, imagine mm -hmm. if it was like an actual ghost ship. They would talk about talking about like if you see it, oh, like um, you could die or. Nah, make sure they don't board your ship or whatever. Imagine some crazy shit like that. Oh yeah, for sure. Man. Um I'm also gonna butcher this next next name. But this little booklet courtesy of now deceased scholar Otto mm, Otto M. I'm just gonna go with that. Sorry. Otto M is is believed by some to offer evidence that the ship was real as was its tragic fate. It offers an intriguing possibility as to the cause of the explosion that sent the Uramadan to its depth. Okay, so... Uh, the death ship in the South Seas suggests that potassium cyanide and nitroglycerin were stored in the ship's hold. If so, this could certainly explain the vessel's sudden accidental destruction as well as the nebulous nature of any records connected to the ship and the incident. In the tense international climate at the close of 
sorry, at the close of World War II, there were super sensitive materials that were tr uh, to be transporting and would spark quite an incident should they be used carelessly. Perhaps the details of the SS Uran Madan are so difficult to find because somebody wants that wants them to be all this time later. Um, as for the unfortunate crew, various possibilities arise. A pirate attack certainly wouldn't be out of the question, but most accounts claim that the bodies were largely unwounded. The, circum the circumstances hint towards a release of dangerous gases, another volatile and controversial yet familiar cargo in the international climate. Um, the possibility of a super supernatural or otherworldly incident, as they described, has been raised, and that's impossible to verify. Uh, there are so many loose ends here, but one thing is for certain, the case is one of the most fascinating and nautical hist sorry most fascinating in nautical history and much like jack the ripper's identity and countless other unsolved mysteries it's pre it's precisely excuse me uh impossible nature that continues to capture our imaginations so uh i clearly thought that this was going to be a bit longer but um i just wanted to get your thoughts on it because Seeing as how the game, because I saw the video game, obviously you can't really be like, oh, okay, the video game exactly describes what happened in, the, in its history. I thought, you know, seeing the ending of the game, it totally made sense. I don't want to give any spoilers, but it totally made I sense get for to this see story. The ending. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want. That's why I'm not trying to like give out any any spoilers. It is confusing as hell, and trust me, during this entire time that I've been watching this playthrough. I was just like many times I'm just like I'm confused like did I miss anything did I miss episodes like what's going on and there were many times that um I wanted to just like basically stop watching it and I was just like I'm done <laughs> like I can't do this but thankfully I stayed till the end to get that ending and I was just like wait okay I can see how that works like I can see how that's happening um and it makes a lot of sense especially since they mentioned it in you know most of the sources that i use here uh for this story they mentioned it a lot where it's just like maybe it's a possibility that that's what happened but there are other possibilities supernatural things that could have happened but something this big i highly doubt it because when you're dealing with the su supernatural you'll think of like um small things you know what i mean like oh they moved like the coffee pot or they moved this plate or in the ship they moved they moved the map they moved you know like little tiny things you wouldn't think of like killing everyone on the ship immediately you know what i also yes. thought was but then I, I was like completely way off grid on this too was the Bermuda Triangle. But like I said, I was way off base off this because I, I think if... I'm pretty sure they provided... No, they didn't because there was not in the registry. Um, But because we don't know the exact route as where the ship really went... um, But I know for sure it was nowhere near the Bermuda Triangle. So 
that shit like flew out my mind immediately. But I did want to see what you thought of the story, madam. It is a very intense story. Like when I when I found it before and I read a brief description, I was like, man, that's crazy. Like it obviously said like everybody in the crew like had the shocked and scared expressions on their faces. I didn't read about the dog though, that's very sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I let me see if I can find I don't think they they ever like gave a name or anything of that sort of the doggo. Let me see if I can find that because I, I meant to do that and I completely forgot. It is, it's insane. And then I, I don't know why I didn't. Well, I, the last time I saw the game was I think it was still in development and some streamers were obviously getting into it because um, the creators of Until Dawn, you know, the big fucking game, big horror game. Mm -hmm. So when. I checked it out. I was very scared, and they did, it wasn't finished. So I was like, "Damn, that's crazy!" And I forgot all about it. And then I didn't realize that this story is uh, what inspired the game. And I looked it up right now, and I saw some pictures of the game, and it freaked me out. I don't yeah. know if I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> I don't want to give out spoilers, especially to our listeners. Like, I'm not, you know, gonna put that out. But I definitely recommend if you feel like you're completely lost, trust me, just keep just keep going. Just keep watching any playthrough that you happen to see of the man of the sorry, man of man from Madon? Man of or man is it of man Madan. From Might be man of Madan, just cause that rhymes. Is it Madan? I don't know. I've been saying Madon this entire time. Is it Madan? I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna go with you. I feel like I feel like you're saying it correctly, so I'm gonna say Madan. Um, but yeah, for those of you that um are like confused, no, it's Madan. It's Madan. It's Madan. Damn. Anyways, it sounded a lot better with Madan. Anyways, um, for those of you who feel like they're super confused when you're watching the playthrough, I trust me, just get to the end. Don't like skip through the whole thing. Um, but you know, just watch it and like. I kind of like half paid attention, half didn't, because it didn't matter. It was very confusing anyway. But you know, just kind of watch, just watch it, and just get to the end. Once you get to the end, you're just like, oh, that's what happened. But obviously, that that's not what happened for the ship. I don't know what exactly happened. It could be a possibility that it happened, but I have no idea. Um, I couldn't find anything on the doggo. I just I really hope that that was just a rumor that they didn't actually uh, see a dog. Yeah. That is so sad. Yeah, I read like okay, so out of the four sources, I read two of them that said that there was a dog. Two of them said that there wasn't. So that's why I was kind of like iffy on that. But I'm just going to hope the dog's not real. I know. That they I'm didn't see the a dog thing. and they only added that for dramatic effect. Please tell me that's for dramatic effect. Like Please, for the love of God, I don't like the idea, the fact that since they all died so horribly and so gru not really gruesome, considering like I don't think there was external wounds. But yeah, no, there right? weren't. There, they weren't. They didn't have any wounds whatsoever. Not even internal wounds. Like that's what's creepy. Because from what I've read, um, the only thing that was noticeable on them was that they were just staring, like in one direction like with the you know with their feet 
their face in fear, like in complete horror. So almost as if they were scared to death, literally. That's fucking terrifying. So, and that's why, like, you know, people are like, maybe it was a, maybe it was a, um, a pirate, you know, invasion or something. It's possible, but seeing as how they were unwounded and they were just staring in horror, highly, highly impossible as well. I guess you could say that the fear of God was in them. I don't know. The fear of God. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I imagine that when somebody says that, that's exactly what they're talking, what they mean is that like the whole like fucking fear in their eyes and they're not all scared to death type shit. There is a little like, not a rumor. Um, What's that called? <laughs> so they're saying, so I'm sorry. No, because you were like, what is it called? I was like, theory? Yeah, I guess you could say a theory. Because um, I, I don't think it's called a rumor. Anyways. It, oh, a myth. There we go. There's a myth, a myth that states that, you know, obviously, like I said, the SS Urang Madan never existed. So what's happening here in this myth is that it actually is a ghost ship. That everybody thinks was real, even even though you know people, apparently people actually have reports of these these messages. So, um, what they're thinking is that it's a ghost ship, and they were just begging to be found at some point. Just the crew, just needing some closure, I guess, for unfinished business. Is what I read. That'd be terrifying. Yeah, it was definitely creepy. It's a definitely creepy story. Story, something I would definitely read again. Yeah, <laughs> fucking scary is probably. Well, I would never really go on a cruise. I like I've had oh, like no. I guess the opportunities and stuff, but the idea of like. We don't know the ocean, yeah. and there's those like creepy stories, like this story. And no, I just have a fear of like being out in the middle of nowhere, mm. especially in the sea. Oh yeah, no, I have. I wouldn't say I have a fear of, or like being seasick or anything, or like being on a boat. I really don't. What I'm afraid of is the sea itself. We've only yeah, yeah, discovered yeah. like maybe. Three to five percent of the, the the sea and oceans in the entire world. You still got a shit ton to open, like to discover. Like you don't know what's down down there. Like people can't get down there. Like you know, scuba divers or or researchers, they can't get down there because there's no oxygen. Yeah, and the even pressure if they, is like insane. It's insane, dude. Like you could literally die from the pressure. It's crazy. That's my fear. My fear is just there. The sea and the oceans. Like, I'm scared of drowning. That's what it is. I'm scared of drowning. I don't know if you had this fear when you were little. Like, you would go in the pool and you'd have the idea that something's going to grab your leg and pull you down. Dude, I thought that was only That's exactly what I felt when... That's what I think of when I think of the ocean. Like you when you're little and you get all that anxiety, and you're like, "Oh my god, I gotta go to the to the edge real quick, or that I have to have my feet to touch day. the ground." That is me to this day because even okay, so I you know I took 
family trips or I'll, uh, you know, I'll go with my family to Houston, to Galveston, I mean. Um, and I, shit you not, I will not go further than the, um, like the knee high, like length or not length, the height of the water. Not even knee high, maybe like half of the, like half. That's how, that's as far as I'm going. Mainly because I'm afraid of the things that, you know, that touch your legs and shit. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, I'm over here thinking like, oh my God, it's a jellyfish. Oh my God, it's a crab. It's going to like sting me or, 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 you know, what's it called? (laughs) Not bite. Bite Not bite. But yeah, but I'm afraid of like things biting me. I'm afraid of things like, you know. You know, continue just, yes it is just like cre- like i can't do it with my anxiety i really can't it's not a thing of like i'm not afraid of you know like crabs and jellyfish and that i'm afraid of the things that can touch me and i can't see it you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's, it's just my anxiety yeah it's just my anxiety <laughs> like if you're grabbing me and i can't see you I'm literally, I I almost hit my sister last night because she came in while I was like half asleep and she was trying to wake me, I guess. And she touched my arm like lightly and I shit you not, I like raised my arm to hit her <laughs> and then I stopped myself because then I heard her voice and I was like, oh shit, wait. <laughs> oh shit. But it's just the thing, it's, it's the thing of like things touching me and I can't see it. If I don't see you touching me or if I don't see like you know like a puppy or like a cat or you know a crab or a jellyfish i'm going to freak out and probably punch something so that's why i try to like always look around me when you know there's like things around me that is able to touch my arms or my legs it's just my anxiety i can't it's not something i can control i think um because i've never really learned how to control that kind of impulse but no, I definitely felt that because I think I have the same thing too, but more like small, like small feelings that, like especially like the feeling of a bug crawling on you. Like if yes. I go, like I've been to Galveston, and I remember I think I was with some friends because I would never would have gotten as deep in the water as I did, but I went like shoulder deep because I wanted it to feel like the wave pool because like it's splashed down or something, and. I was having fun and everything. The thing that gets me is the seaweed I can feel on my legs. And it makes me, like, really cringe, like, even now. Like, I don't like the feeling of the seaweed touching my legs. And then, um, yeah, like, the the idea of the jellyfish, and then you can't really see in the water, and it's like, ugh. Mm. And then I thought about how I'm the same thing way with, like, bugs mostly. Like, if I can feel a person's touch, I'll be like, oh, it's a person, but obviously I have to look. But, like, bugs, like... I have this huge phobia of roaches. Like, I hate them so much. Like, when I was little, not when I was little, I was probably like seven. No, I think I was like nine. And it was at my parents' house. And it was really, really, really late at night. And I was asleep, or I was going to sleep. And I felt the sleep feeling on my leg. And I went to scratch it, and I was like, this is weird. And I threw off the blanket, and there's this huge fucking roach on my leg. And I screamed, and I threw it off, Mm-mm. and then I never went to sleep, because if I can't, like, find it and kill it, I'll never sleep. Mm-mm. I'll never sleep. I res- and then the next oh. day, I won't stop thinking about it. No, Yeah, again. it's... Mm-mm. 
I've recently, what I'm scared of, especially like on a cruise or, cause you know how people, you know, you know how people can be crazy sometimes. I recently watched a movie with a couple of friends and it's called, um, Death on the Nile. Uh, I believe the actress, uh, Gal Gadot is in it. I know Gal Gadot is in it and there's somebody else that I recognized. I can't remember his name. Um, let's see. Let me look it up real quick. It was the it was the guy who who played uh, the detective. Oh no, and there was that that lady too. Oh shit, Russell Brand was in it. I didn't even realize. But it, it basically it's, you know, it's this m- murdering spree happening on the ship on a ship um during this couple's like wedding honeymoon stuff going on and i'm just like dude this lady literally well actually i shouldn't say spoilers but i'm just basically scared of how like people will react on a cruise or because you know you know i've never i haven't seen those stories yet and i hope not to see those stories yet where you know people just go on a murderous rampage on a cruise i really hope that's not a thing but I'm just scared of what happens out in the sea. And then what happens if you can't go back to shore? What happens if you can't, like, you know. Well, you, you can't swim the whole way. Yeah, like, you know, what you know, for the movie Titanic, like, all those people, man, all those people drowned. Oh, no, not the movie Titanic, but the actual Titanic. Those people drowned, man. And yeah, it's most just, of like, the people drowned. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, you're over here, like, trying to hold on to your life, and you can't. And it's just like, what do you do? You can't do anything but let go, because you're so tired. And yeah, have you seen the, the Titanic Museum? No. About how when you enter, uh, they give you a ticket, and your ticket is whoever was on the Titanic. And by the end of the tour, you have to, you get to see if you're if the person you got survived, lived or not. Yeah. <gasps> and then they have like this water that's like supposed to be as cold as it was that night. No. And you have to leave your hand in there, and you can you can see how long you can leave your hand in there before it it's... gets too much because they've been in there in that water for hours. Oh my god. You've never heard of the museum? No, I didn't know that was a thing. I would literally start crying if I found out that my my person didn't survive. But oh, I would dude. also cry if my person survived because it's like it's a whole lot of shit that they went through. Like their bodies yeah. get tired. They're, you know, the, obviously their mental stability is not great during that time either. Dude, I didn't know that was a thing. Where is this at? Uh, I don't know exactly. Uh, they have one in Florida. They have one in Atlanta. I think that's Atlanta. Let me see. Let me look to okay. see which one exactly it is. Yeah, but that's definitely one of my fears as well. Is something happens out at sea. I have no control over it and I have no way to get back home and I just I'm out there all alone that's definitely something I'm afraid of that and the sea (laughs) the sea itself like I said there's only it's only been uh, about a 5% uh, 
Hold on, give me one second. I think, I think I found the website, or I don't know. Fuck, this is actually a lot harder than I thought to find. <laughs> if you can find it, that's fine. I'll I'll do a little research on my own too. Because I want to know too, because I'd like to go. I know there's one for, oh man, there was another museum, but it wasn't for the Titanic. It was, it was, some for, it was for something else. I can't remember what it is. Um, but it's one where they, you know, they go around, they try and find out if they're, it, they give you a same, the same thing ticket, but the ticket on the back, it, it shows, you know, this person's name and that's your person that you're sticking with. They give you a little bit of a, like a little background on who they are, what they did and whatnot. And you're just going to go around through everything that person went through, but obviously you're not going to experience it. You're just going to watch. and um you know there's little like videos like they put these like computer screens um so you watch what happens during that time and you go through all of it you go through like these books because they wrote diaries if they had a diary so you read all of that and then you go and you find out at the end if your person survived from that event and i can't remember what it was i think <sighs> there was something else i saw it on tiktok and i was like that's crazy and i looked it up and i can't remember what it is now but that was a while ago when i found out when i found it i want to say i don't want to be wrong but there's definitely something like that um and i believe it was in Oh man. I can't even remember what place it was in either. But there was there was definitely something. I saw it like on TikTok. I I'm gonna go through my all my liked stuff. Could you imagine me just sit I'm just gonna be sitting here for hours trying to find that video. Cause... That's me on TikTok. I have so many like things. Like <laughs> I'll just like it not to save it or some of them to save it, and that's like the worst idea. I need to like actually favorite it so I can save it. But like, but see, that's the thing though, because I feel like I would do the same thing, but for all of the videos I've watched. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I think I found the location of the Titanic Museum. I think it's two one three four Parkway, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Oh, I hope I said that right. People in Tennessee are gonna be like, "No, you're wrong." It's. I'm yes. oh, sorry. My bad. Look, man. We're trying our best here. It's 10.30 at night, you... Like, I am trying my best. Cut us some slack. Yeah, no, for sure. Do they do... No. I think they'll be pretty fucked up if they did that with the Holocaust museums. I wonder if I they... I think did. they do that with I the think Holocaust they did. Museum. I'm pretty sure they did. I know they had, um... I went on a field trip back in, like, middle school where we went out, we went to this museum and then they did this little like presentation of the 
the diary of Anne Frank and like the Holocaust and all of that. So they went through all of that um, in like detail, like detail, detail. And I was just like, bro, should we be watching this shit? Because it's like they show you all of the gory shit. And I was just like, um, here's a documentary. I don't know if it's still on Netflix or not, but I remember watching it a couple years back. And it was about the Holocaust, but they actually put, like, the live footage, like, what soldiers would, like, record and whatnot. And that shit, oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. That had me, like, so sad. I I was was, crying. Yeah. And I don't don't know if they still have it, but it was so gruesome. It was so, like, holy shit. Like, I can't believe they had that on Netflix. Yeah. I was like, whoa. I saw it. I watched it. That shit was fucking insane. And I was like, bro, I shit you not. I actually cried like a shit ton after that. I was like, bro, what has our world come to? Like, why the fuck would we ever do this? Um, It's crazy, man. It's crazy what a lot of people could do. And what they're capable of doing. It's. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a whole fucking mess. But. The sea man. Good night, mommy. Good night. <laughs> but um, sorry, my dad just walked. In. Oh, I heard like, him. Oh, you gotta go. Good night. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, no that that FS that one that one definitely has me in a funk. Like, I really want to know what exactly happened is it a ghost ship or is it not a ghost ship does it exist or does it not exist did they die because they saw something really horrifying and they actually got scared to death or did they die because of some poisonous gas like what i don't know if it could have been gas because i think they would have been get like at their throats or something or even, like they probably would have seen that like is if you're choking like poisonous gas i don't know if it could make you choke oh, or if, like well yeah but it could be mind you there is a gas that just puts you to sleep and maybe they all just hallucinated something at the same time it's possible i believe there is a gas that makes you i believe there's a if if you do a mixture of a gas that puts you to sleep with a mixture of a gas that makes you hallucinate crazy shit that's probably what happened which i think actually hold on i'm gonna look up like now that i'm actually saying all this out loud Give us a moment. We're going to be doing a little bit of research on the side here. What is... I'm looking at a website and they added... I don't, have you seen Godzilla movies or have you heard of Godzilla movies? Um, yes. They added a creature from Godzilla movie to this, to this website. It's so stupid. It's like, what? Basically, like a giant, like crawfish or a giant lobster. It. Okay, wait.
Interesting. No. I'm over here looking up because I so I I remember that in the the little report that I read out, there is two. Um. Is this like gassy stuff? Potassium cyanide and nitroglycerin, and I'm trying to see what does that make. Like what what does the mixture make? You know what I mean? Yeah. There was this thing I just saw right now, and I, it was like, oh yeah, it terrorizes sailors, but the thing is, it destroys the ship and it drowns sailors. It doesn't scare them to death, like it did, uh, like it did them. Let's see, can you mix? Okay, so it looks like I just want to see what they each do. What is what does this do? Let me see what potassium. I should have I should have really paid attention, and in chemistry. <laughs> um, let's see. Side effects. Let's do that. Side effects. I hope the FBI doesn't check my history. <laughs> uh, <laughs> high exposure can cause headache, confusion, dizziness, anxiety, pounding of the heart, and even unconsciousness and death. Okay? Potassium cyanide exposure can cause nosebleeds and sores in the, in the nose and changes in the blood count, the blood cell count. Oh, I wonder if they were bleeding through the nose. I don't know, because they said they didn't see anything inside and outside. I think you would have seen the little, like, stuff in their nose. Yeah. Like the, um, things. So, nitroglycerin side effects. Bloating or swelling in the face, arms, hands, lower legs, or feet. Burning, crawling, itching, numbness, prickling, pins and needles, or tang tangling feelings. Difficult or labored breathing, feeling faint, dizzy, or lightheadedness, feeling warmth or heat. Um, the fuck is this? What? Or route or sublingual route? What the fuck is a sublingual route? Wait. I'm just gonna read all of these. <clears throat> oh, where was I? Oh, flushing or redness on the skin, especially on the face and neck, headache, rapid weight gain, sweating, tightness in the chest, tingling of the hands and or feet, unusual weight gain or loss. Um, rare side effects would be bluish colored lips, fingernails or palms, 
dark urine, fever, pale skin, rapid heart rate, sore throat, unusual bleeding or bruising, unusual tiredness or weakness. And then it says incidents not known, arm, back or jaw pain, blurred vision, chest pain or discomfort, chest tightness or heaviness, confusion, cough, cracks in the skin, difficulty with swallowing, dizziness, faintness, let, lightheadedness when getting up suddenly from laying in or sitting position, fainting, fast irregular pounding of racing heartbeat or pulse, feeling of constant movement or self, of self or surroundings. What the fuck? Uh, feeling of warmth, obviously. Hives, each itching or rash, increased sweating. There's a lot of sweating in this. Loss of heat from the body, nausea or vomiting, puffiness, obviously some swelling again. Uh, swelling, redness of the face, scaly skin, sensation of spinning, weakness. There's a lot of just sweat and and swelling and and headaches and fevers. And difficulty breathing. And unusual bleeding. It. Wow. Wait. The less common. No, because none of that would have been here. What? Okay. So, what if you mix the two? What happens? You have the FBI knocking at your door. Tomorrow, oh, I know. I know. It's like, some what point. are you looking for? What if you guys see that we're missing call. episodes, it's because I'm getting in interrogated. So, um, the FBI is listening to the podcast. Like, interesting, interesting. Okay. Okay. They're looking up some gaseous material. Hmm, okay. What's it for? Who are we trying to intoxicate? Currently, nobody. They, they see your history, and then they interrogate you, and then you talk about like, oh no, it's just it's a story that we were talking about on the podcast, and like podcast, they like listen to it just to make sure that they're like, like you're telling the truth. They listen to it, and it's just us just freaking out follow. about like bugs and like seaweed touching oh, yeah. us. We can't see. <laughs> I could totally relate to these girls. Follow. <laughs> hey, while you're from over here, you know, at the, at the, you know, the place, can you think, can you get your buddies to, to like, and follow? Yeah, please. Thanks. <laughs> What's the next episode? Well, whenever I can get out of here. <laughs> I was like, oh, you can just have it here. <laughs> what? Well, we Special confiscated your Special computer guess? and your hard drive and all these things. Yeah. Uh, I'm like I need I need my computer I need my keyboard my mouse, um, I need my headset. <laughs> special guest anybody? <laughs> anybody want to be a special <laughs> guest? <laughs> I also need you to go pick up Mo from Houston, please. Possibly Ali from Austin. Um, actually no, pick her up because you definitely would have Wi-Fi by then. But yeah. <laughs> And they're just like, how much time, or it's like, how many, how much time do we have before the episode? And it's like, oh, like another week. You can be held in contempt for another week. What? For what? Dealing with dangerous guests. 
Yeah. I am going to end my search here because I actually don't want to get in trouble for this. <laughs> Have FBI knock on my door. My mother's like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> but, um... But yeah, man. Crazy. I really do, I really do wonder what actually happened. Especially with that message. How did that message get through? If, oh, actually... It would make sense if the the crew person that was saying it was dying in the process. And then obviously he said, I die at the end. And that's it. But did they find anybody near? But then, wait. That doesn't make sense though. Because, okay. It says that, you know, crew, crew members are dead. Whatever, right? And then it says, Captain is dead. Um, said something else. I can't remember. I gotta pull it up again. But, and then it also says, I die. But was it that Morse code happened during? Or was it Morse code happened after? Captain had known he was dying and was like, I have to get this out. Like, now, yeah. Well, maybe it was the gas. Maybe it was considering, like, he had enough time. Or, like, if he were to die because they were scared to death, um, he would have been facing, along with the other crew, he, I don't think he would have had enough time to make the Morse code. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... I kind of just don't know. Oh, yeah. So it was the distress call where he goes, probably the whole crew is dead. And then after that, it's just nothing, silence. And then it's just Morse code, like unintelligible Morse code that says, uh, oh, sorry, before continuing to speak. And then he says, I'm dying or I die. So there's Morse code in there. I wonder if they ever... What, the what if he was naming a sea monster? Babe? What if he was... I don't know. Let me see. Let me see. Now that you say that. No. Just more cool. Um, unintelligible, bitch, if you don't start typing, sorry, <laughs> oh my mm -hmm. god, dang. All officers and groups of captains get into a certain room and on the bridge. No. I wish they would have, like... Or no, I don't know. I guess... Um... 
like if they could make out the words if, if they can't put together a sentence like at least put in the words like i would like to see that but if they can't be so sad because i would like to see what he tried to say yeah me too Yeah, they really couldn't tell because I guess he was either going a little too fast or something. But they were just, they just kind of assumed that it was just SOS signals. So they didn't pay much attention to the Morse code itself. From what I can see. Sadly, I can't see the actual report of the message. Because if it were, if if I could see, like, the dots and dashes and whatnot, then I could definitely try and translate that shit. I don't know Morse code, yeah. but I would like to learn. It's not a bad thing to like, learn. I would probably learn it just for the, for the sake of that, for the sake of that sentence. Release the, release the Morse code. I ooh, I would so totally look for this. Yeah, I don't know. Um, man, if I if I if I had if I only had access to all this crazy cool stuff, that'd be great. So I can translate and learn, but I don't. So that's the only downside about these stories, about these cases that we we you know we bring and we talk about. Is that we don't have access to like official reports and official messages or recordings. Like, because I was talking to my sister about this. Um, because I started watching this show called Manifest, and again, don't want to give out any spoilers, but there was uh an article that my sister was reading, um, and. According to this article, there was a guy in Venezuela that um, happened to, you know, overheard on the radio that somebody was calling in to land. Um, and they were saying, oh, man, I have to look up the story now. I'm going to look up the story. I got to share this one because this one was definitely interesting when I when I read the there's like a whole newspaper like article picture. And I was like, bruh, that looks fucking insane. Um, missing. It was a missing plane. Oh shit! Yeah, nineteen fifty two. Nope, that's not it. Missing plane landing. Was it like thirty something years later? Ah, here it is. It was, wait, that doesn't seem right. No, that is it. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited for this one. Okay, so it says, this, a this airplane uh, took off from New York City in 1955 and landed in Venezuela in 1985. 
or was it 1992? We'll get to the bottom of it. So I believe it was actually in 1990. Sorry, 19. Yeah, 1985. So what it was, was it's called. So this air flight called, was called Pan Am Flight 914, which was a Douglas DC-4 with 57 passengers and six crew members that took off from New York City uh, airport heading to Miami, Florida. The date for the airplane or the aircraft was actually July 2nd of 1955. Uh, the flight was scheduled to last a couple of hours, but it never arrived in Miami. Instead, it showed up unannounced and invisible to Caracas radar on March 9th, 1985. Uh, voicing their concerns to the tower, the pilot, after a textbook landing, taxied toward the gate and ground handlers could see the faces of the screaming passengers pressed up, pressed up against their windows, looking at a fantastic new world. The pilot, for his part, dropped a small calendar out of the window before he made a hasty turn back onto the runway, where he then took off and disappeared as suddenly as he had arrived. And the calendar, it says they were they were really confused as to whether he dropped it accidentally or if it was a secret that he was holding or like what exactly it had on it but turns out that the calendar was actually a 1955 calendar um but let's see let me see if i could read out the the news article that i found there's a whole here it is no that's not it it was a different one it was this one oh bitch i can't see that it's like hella little could I maybe save this and then zoom in yes oof that's not any better let me use my phone I will not see it through my phone hold on All right. Let's see the pan and flight nine fourteen. Okay. Why is it coming off as like blurry? What's going on? Okay, that's what this one's better. Thank God. Okay, so this is what the news article says. It says it's titled The Twilight Zone Riddle of Flight 914, Plane That Vanished in 1955, lands 37 years later in caracas venezuela like a winged specter from the twilight zone a chartered dc-4 with 57 passengers on board landed in caracas venezuela in 1992 37 years after it vanished 
1955 flight from New York to Miami. But within minutes, the phantom plane took off again and disappeared into the clouds. Eyewitness accounts plus tape-recorded radio contacts between the pilot and the control tower provide irrefutable irrefutable proof that the nightmarish landing did take place. The accounts given by uh, airport tower workers who witnessed the incident were essentially identical were essentially identical let me see here identical and un unchanging i believe that says declared deputy air minister ramon estovar estovar not escobar um but the clincher estovar said was a small 1955 calendar um the pilot dropped on the runway seconds Seconds uh, before the anticip no. What does that say? <laughs> before the an antiquated DC four took off and vanished, I saw the plane. I heard the pilot's voice. I even held a calendar in my hand, and I still can't believe it," said Juan de la Corte, who clearly saw the entire incident from his post in the air traffic control control tower. Those people on the plane thought it was still 1955 and that they were landing in Florida, but they weren't. Only God knows where they've been all these years. De La Corte said he and other tower workers knew something eerie was happening when the propeller-driven plane suddenly approached the airport without having shown up on their radar tracking screens. We could see the plane with our eyes, but according to the radar, it wasn't there, said De La Corte. We asked the pilot to identify himself, and he radioed back to us. Where are we? What the hell's going on? He sounded very frightened and confused, but he finally identified himself as Charter Flight 914 out of New York, bound for Miami with a crew of four and 57 passengers on board the controller said to the sorry the controller said the pilot's words were brought geez the controller said the pilot's words brought a stunned hush to the tower flight 914's destination miami is a thousand two hundred miles from caracas i told the pilot this is caracas venezuela south america then i asked are you mayday are you in trouble there was no response, so I cleared him to land. The plane's approach and uh, and touchdown were perfect, just as I was beginning to think everything was okay. I heard the pilot say to his co-pilot, Jesus Christ, Jimmy, what the hell is that? They were looking at a Lear jet and acting like it was a spaceship. De La Corte said the pilot announced that he was scheduled to land in Miami at Miami International Airport at 9.55 a.m. July 2nd, 1955. Then I heard him say, something's wrong, this isn't right, De La Corte said. I radioed the plane and said, Captain, this is Caracas International Airport. The date is May 21st, 1982. Or sorry, 1992. Oh, this happened in 1992, shit. He said, oh my God, and then... 
he said, oh my God. And I could hear him breathing very hard. I told him to stay calm, that we had a, uh, a ground crew on the way. De La Corte said, as the ground crew and service truck near DC-4, the pilot screamed over the radio, No, stay away. We're getting out of here. The ground crew later reported seeing the faces of passengers pressed against their windows. They said the pilot himself opened his cockpit window and tried to wave them away. He was waving a clipboard, De La Corte said. The calendar we later found must have dropped from it. The pilot taxied away and took off. Officials seized the control tower tapes and their investigations failed to solve the mystery of the baffling sighting. But that is the story of flight 19 or sorry, 914. I don't know why I said 19. That is fucking insane. I want to see if they have clips. They, I don't think so. Let me see. Let me see if I can find that because I actually don't think they did. But uh, can film nine fourteen clips? I don't know, man. I don't see any clips. At least I don't see any clips. But I really wonder what happened for them to just disappear out of thin air for that it what is it, thirty seven years? And then just wonder why he was so scared like no i would have tackled that man or something and been like nah dude you ain't going nowhere you got questions to answer yeah like <laughs> what the fuck serious stuff to talk about if here, it senior. was aliens you think i don't think it would be i don't I know think... ufos were just revealed to be a thing like i think and this is why i think this because there's so many stories about this one thing. The Bermuda Triangle. Everything, well, not everything, but most things, most people, most ships, uh, planes. I know, if I'm not mistaken, Amelia Earhart's plane kind of like goes through that. Uh, they all just disappear. Like, yeah, but the Bermuda nowhere. Triangle isn't, um, it would wouldn't really be in their path unless like right before they were about to get to their location like they disappeared you're right you're right i don't know because the bermuda triangle like one one corner barely touches florida yeah just barely like, but that's like at the very bottom of florida man yeah it's very much yeah, you're right, you're right. It's one of the edges that just barely, barely touches it. Yeah, then I wouldn't know. Unless they went, well, I could see how they could go through that, though. Hold on, let me look at this in a map. Like, let me look at this map view.
last year that they announced that UFOs were real? They did? Who? I thought it was like two years ago. Like, I want to say, um, I want to say when Trump was in office, he got like, I don't know how or what, but he was able to push to release that UFOs were real. Are you serious? Well, yeah, then. dude, it was a huge thing on Twitter for like Chill. a while. It was like, what the hell? I pro I probably was not paying attention because I don't remember hearing about this. Then... Every time I keep looking up UFOs uh, announcement, uh, everything says 2021 or 2021. It was the Pentagon actually released? I think release the news hmm, interesting what that is interesting I never heard, they I never haven't heard confirmed. that yeah, they never I... confirmed aliens but they confirmed UFOs oh interesting hmm I don't know there's so there's so there's yeah there's I want to say there's a lot of things that we don't know about that exists, but we want to like, or people want to um, push off or like brush off as just not real. Even though a lot of people definitely are like, that's totally real. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, there's even like, oh, there's a link that says, why did the US government admit that it has evidence of UFOs? That was last year. Interesting, interesting. It might have been aliens then. For this flight. This point I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past it. Yeah, I really wouldn't. There's a lot going on in this world. There's a lot we have yet to discover. That that think that's the scariest part. It's like not only what the crazy shit that happened on the ship, but the fact that this plane was recorded to have landed thirty-seven years later. Yeah, and they're from—they're freaking out. They're from you know, nineteen fifty-five, was it? Yeah, but I think the passengers when they, okay, when they say pressed up against the windows, I'm thinking like, like ooh, super excited they finally landed, you know. Like, they're just, like, mm -hmm. looking out and they see, like, this beautiful piece of land or whatever. But the pilot was the one who was just, like, freaking the fuck out. What if the passengers were just, like, how come we're taking off again and they're, like, freaking out? What if they went back? Like, what if, like, one day it's, like, oh, that flight was never missing. It went to its destination. Like, it's a whole, like, fucking, uh, what do you call it? The The Mandela Effect? Kind of? Is that what it's called? The Mandela Effect. Is that what it's called? Where, like, you think this thing is called this thing, but it's not? Hold on. Yeah, where it's like, uh, like with the, um, the, the ship, what, what are they called? The bears? The, the Stein something bears? Yeah, the Mandela Effect refers to a situation in which a large mass of people believe that an event occurred when it did not. So what if, like, one day it's, like, that flight never, like, it never went missing, but people were like, I specifically remember there was a whole thing. You know what I mean? That it went missing. Like, what if it one day goes back to 1955? 
Whoa. Okay, wait. I think I know what you mean. That'd be crazy. So you're talking about when, like, you know, they're... Wait, but that... Uh... No. But yeah. But no. <laughs> like, okay. So I think I I understand what you're where you're getting at. It's just basically you're just saying so basically what you're saying is that the passengers think or the passengers of the pilot are obviously in 1955. Um and it's it should be the first of oh shit, was it July or April? I want to say it's July. But it should be the first and they're, you know, they're going over to Miami on the second or something. But what you're saying is that they. No, I'm now I you got me confused, girlfriend. Hold on. I thought I had it and it was just like, nope, that's not it. I'm going to need you to re-explain that shit. <laughs> Look, they went from 1955. 37 years later, they landed in in Venezuela uh -huh. in 1992. But like, it's. It probably sounds way better in my head, but um, Are like imagine they took off uh -huh. and uh, they ended up landing back in 1955. And uh, because you, you know how the Mandela effects works, right? Like a mass group of people believe that this thing happened when it didn't, and some people believe that it did. Like, what if one day, like, uh, there's like articles saying, like, like or people saying like, "Oh yeah, oh. The, the missing plane," and then other people are like, "I don't know what you're talking about. Like, there's no such thing. There's no such thing as, as a missing plane. plane." And then there's and like then no the... more articles. Like everything's like gone, and you're like, "I could swear I remember there was a missing so are plane." Are you saying that they landed in Venezuela, and they, I guess, the pilot realized that he fucked up, but then he thought that it was 1992, or that they thought that they said that it was 1992. And so they took off and went back to Miami? Is that what you mean? Or yeah. do you mean that somehow they thought they were back in 1955? Like somehow... Now you've got me confused. Sorry. Okay. Let me rewrite <laughs> this. Sorry. So are you saying... Okay. Mandela Effect. Mass thing happens group of people says it happened group of people says didn't happen so what you're saying mm -hmm. is that there was a plane going to miami but they somehow off coursed it to venezuela pilots freaking the fuck out because he realized that he came over to venezuela instead of miami and probably heard through that freaking out that the guy said 1992 instead of 1955 and the whole plan just starts freaking the fuck out and then goes back to miami so it wasn't a, yeah, a missing plane it was just a missing like miss miscommunication is that what you're trying to get at talking about time traveling shit i don't know i think it refers um, back okay. to a book i want so to read. then so then what you're saying because that i thought i thought that's what it was at first was the time travel so they 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 took off from new york somehow hit a tr time travel portal of some sorts go over to 1950 i'm sorry 1992 clearly the guy's like 
This is 1992. What the fuck are you talking about? Pilot freaks out. Everybody's freaking out. They go back as if they're going towards Miami, but somehow go through that same time travel portal back into 1955. They land in Miami and it's completely fine. And then yeah, I was talking that about like imagine people... that. And then people are like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." And then like, yes, boom, I think of some okay. Mandela. Shit. Yeah, it's, so it's obviously like, it's like not right because of... at least there's so many articles about it. Yeah, but like. It could have been, though. It's a possibility. You never know. Like, they literally could have gone through a portal, like, went in, came back out, went back to Miami, because somehow, for some reason, they decided to go off course. Um, And they could have gone through that, you know, and then the guy's like, uh, it's 1992. So they go back to Miami in 1955, and then maybe that group of people in the, fl- in the flight or in the aircraft like spread the word of what happened so this group of people thinks it happens this other group is like what the fuck are you talking about because they never talked to the passengers so it's a possibility that'd be some crazy shit oh my god honestly yes (laughs) i I would lose my damn mind (laughs) so much more terrified of this world if that's an actual thing if it is like if that were an actual thing i choose to believe that it is it is an actual thing Oh, that's now, now that's what I'm going to be thinking about like when I get on a plane. <laughs> yeah. I already don't like planes and they freak me out. That, now that's going to be in my head. Sorry. <laughs> it's more like I put that on myself. I feel like I've confused everybody when I when I was trying to explain this shit in the <laughs> beginning. Like, because I, as soon as I like started replaying the sentence that I made in my head, I realized that I confused the fuck out of myself as well, so I was just like, my bad. <laughs> like, I'm sorry if that shit, like... So don't replay. <laughs> no need to replay because I actually spoke wrong. It was just me. I confused the fuck out of myself, too. Um, But yeah, I feel like that's a possibility. It's a possibility. The I feel like the Bermuda Triangle for this plane could have been a possibility seeing as how it's at the edge. Um, and seeing as how as they can, like, go off course a little bit, you know, you know, you never know. Like, they could have just, like, taken a little road towards the Bermuda Triangle. Um, I think what made me think about it, because I don't know, because I thought about the Mandela effect. Have you, you know who Mr. Bean is, right? Like, the actor? I love him, yes. There was, I could swear, a long time ago, or a couple years ago, I could swear that there were so many articles saying that he passed away, and I was so sad, and there was a huge thing about it, and then, I, I obviously, I looked him up again, and I'll, and, or he started appearing again, and I was like, oh, the man's not dead, and there's, like, no articles about it, and there's even, like, everybody, people talking about it, about it being the Mandela effect, because they remember that he died, but he he's not dead. He's 67. He's kicking it. Yeah. I never heard of that. That's completely new to me. I've never heard of that. You're talking about Rowan Atkinson, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let me look this up because I don't actually remember that. Not a lot of uh, see the comments. It's a right. This one's a Reddit post, but people are some people are like, I don't remember it. And some people are like, yeah. Yeah, I. Hold on. How long ago was this? A couple of years back, I thought he passed away. At like 2018? 
some somebody said I recall reports of him dying around 2012. 2012. Yeah, somebody said I remember him dying probably over 10 years ago. I remember like any other thing I remember. I remember I felt sad because Mr. Bean died. What? That's definitely not a thing. Hold on. Mr. Bean. Let me look it up as Mr. Bean. Maybe that's when, like, people were spreading rumors that an actor would die, and then it's like, nope, surprise, they're still kicking it. But that's, like, obviously, uh, like, 2012, it's not as, like, I mean, celebrities weren't as close to the media as they are now. I don't know. But I remember, I remember that, and I remember he was, he he's fine. And I was like, what? Maybe it's, like, a stupid thing that I'm, like, imagining, but I don't know, there's articles about it being a whole like his death being a hoax and a scam and whatnot yeah that's what i'm seeing a bunch of a bunch of um yeah i see a bunch of uh what's it called articles and reports of it being a hoax from like 2018 but not from like 2012 then you said because this is 2012 let me see. Let me see, because I actually can't find anything. Is declared dead on Twitter. That's an article from 2012. An internet hoax about the death of British actor Rowan Atkinson has become top trending a topic worldwide on tic- on Twitter. I'll do this later. The 57-year-old comedian is the latest celebrity, celebrity to be victim of a hoax about their death. Rumors about the apparent demise of Mr. Beanstar spread around the global within hours as a joke tweet from so-called internet troll on social networking sites. Uh, tens of thousands of people latched onto hashtag rip Rowan Atkinson hashtag to express their condolences. Oh no. Yeah, apparently the person I was reading it right now. Apparently the person who started it um was like, Oh, sorry guys, it's a joke. Yeah, oh my god. Like they were like, OMG, I started uh tweet uh RIP Rowan Atkinson, it was just a joke. Shutting down now, sorry guys. It was just a joke. Sorry for the matter. I never thought it would be co- it would go that or it would be that viral. Ooh, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't remember seeing that. I remember seeing the one for there was a hoax for um. Oh man, who was it? There was a hoax for. I got you. You know, there was a hoax for another celebrity, and I feel like I'd know. Who you're trying to say, but I can't for the life of me remember their name. Yeah, death hoax. Uh, celebrity. There's a slideshow. Oh, great. Um, the slideshow. Uh, yeah. Who is this guy? I don't know him. Nope. I don't remember reading of her. No. 
No. No. Was it him? I don't think it was him. No. 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 Was it him? Maybe it was him. Do you know the guy that was in um Jurassic Park? Chris Pratt? Mm, no. The or older Jeff, ones. The older ones. Jeff Goldblum? Or... I think that's his name. It's the guy who's in the um, apartments.com commercial with the glasses. I can't remember his name. I think this might have been him. What's Jeff Goldblum? Goldblum. Yeah. I think no. it was him that I've read about. Not him. Not him. Not him. Maybe. Oh, this article this article has Betty White in it. It says the 96-year-old golden girl is very much alive. Shut up. That's I mean. not <laughs> funny, bro. Stop it. Fuck you, whoever said that. <laughs> We're still hurt, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I think I wrote one of Jack Black before. I feel like there was one of one of the uh, the stars from from Twenty One Jump Street. Oh, um, yes. Not Channing. It was the, it was the other dude. Uh, oh God, what's his name? That's who I read about too, as well. Was it Jonah oh, Hill? I read one of Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah, I read one of one. Jackie Chan, but it's so hard for me to believe that Jackie Chan like yeah. would pass away so like at a young age. Yeah, for sure. And then kicking it still. I read one of. Oof, who was it? Who was it? I think there was a, <laughs> there was a, oh, Jack Black. <laughs> Jack Black. I forgot about his. Jack Black had one? Yeah. Let me tell you what it was. Hold on. So there was a Twitter account for a black band. Tenacious, Tenacious D was hacked in June of 2016. The culprits posted this unsettling message. It is with a heavy heart. I am to announce that Jack Black passed away last night at 3.37 a.m. The cause of death is yet unknown. They later cleared up the mess posting, we had our uh, Twitter account hacked. We can assure you that Jack is alive and well and that is that this was a sick prank. You know what? I think I remember that one. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, that wasn't it. I've read where there was hoaxes about the queen. Remember those? They still make those hoax hoaxes for like to this day. Yeah. 
like when she was hidden from the public for a while it's like after uh her husband's death not like shortly after like a little long after yeah and people were like oh no nope she's gone too and she came out like or they came out with a video saying that she was very much okay yeah but people were like mm, is it really her did you know that the hoax would go back as far as 1897? Oh, fuck. People were oh, making fuck. rumors yeah, like that in 1897? It says, we couldn't leave out humorous Mark Twain, who became known for, among many others, uh, among many other things, one of history's most misquoted quotes. In, 1980, oh, sorry, in 1897, Twain responded to a journalist's inquiry about his health by writing, James Ross Clemens, a cousin of mine, was seriously ill two or three weeks ago in London, but is all well now. The report of my illness grew out of uh, his illness. The report of my death was an exaggeration. Oh, I never, I never do that. Oh my god, can you imagine the gossip? Could before, you, honestly. Oh, that's fucking crazy. There was one for Martin Martin Lawrence in April two thousand fifteen. News Buzz Daily, News Buzz like Buzzfeed is that News Buzz? Stop. It says Newsbuzz Daily falsely reported Martin Lawrence was found dead in a Los Angeles hotel room by a maid named Verna Del Sosa. Lawrence never mentioned it directly, but he did make it his make his undead self visible on social media in the days following his death. <laughs> That's funny. I would get a gravestone and be like, what the fuck? And like my name and everything and just point at it just being like that's fucking crazy can't believe i'm dead <laughs> there was one for axel rose it says word of death of the guns and roses singer spread across the internet on december 3rd 2014 but he nipped that one in the bud tweeting if i'm dead do i still have to pay my taxes <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny one I love those. There's, oh my god. Obviously, it's so sad if you know those turn out to be true, but nah, those are. No, sometimes I find if they, if they, if they make the smart decision of replying back, um, to these hoax like, um, rumors of their death. I just want to see what the responses are. Because shit like that where it's like, if I'm dead, do I still have to pay my taxes? Is fucking hilarious for me. So thank God that exists. Oh, shit. It's 1130. <laughs> We've hit 1130. <laughs> We're sadly going to have to end the episode here. Um, Thank you for allowing us to be part of your evening. Or your day, depending on where you are. So we'll catch you on the next one. Powerpuffs out.